Man United podcast with Vincent Monty. Good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you are. We just spoke with our therapist, the podcast therapist. She joined the team. She joined the team quite a few months ago. And we finally got her in for an episode. We talked about, well, we spoke about our top things that we spoke about during the podcast journey. There's some really juicy gossip in here. We brought the juice. Before we get in this episode, please subscribe, like, and please share. Share with your friends. They might uh, they might gain some good knowledge from this. Or they might just need that extra support. So, without any more nonsense, bullshit talking from me, enjoy the episode. And good afternoon, Karina. Good afternoon, everyone. I nearly said good morning then. But no, it's 20 past three. Yeah, I think we're really used to doing them in the morning, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so to be fair, I've done quite a lot this morning. I've we've sorted the loft out because we're planning a, a move soon. So, the loft, I think, I don't know if you can agree, but that's the worst place in a house. It's it's where you just put things and forget about them. I was used to Sally. The Sally. Yeah. See, the Sally. So went with the wife went up yesterday, sorted. There's so many toys, teddies, clothes, old like kids' clothes. So we've donated them to charity. We've given all the toys to a local nursery. That's all been done this morning. Wow, busy morning. Busy now morning. Now you've given me some ideas, bro. Go on, now. I think what to do with Nico's things and I think in... Do we need to bin all these things? What are they? Clothes? What are the clothes? Clothes or toys? Both, bro. Yeah, man. Just ring up the local nursery or see if the nursery where he goes to wants them. Yeah, might do that. Yeah. Or childminders always love toys, you know? Yeah. Local childminders. That's where we went this morning. Might do that, man. Might do that. Up to mouth. Out to mouth. Good idea. Yeah. So this is the first time. Well, not the first time you've been on, because you were you were actually on. I think it was round about the twenty eighth of September last year. Which is wow. which is episode number four. <gasps> yeah. Oh, and what have you just done? Thirty four now. <gasps> well, no. this will be yeah. This will be thirty five. My goodness. So I was number four. Yeah, the big four. Big, big four. Big four. What so, a journey it's been. Yes. And um, we invited you to join the podcast crew. <laughs> because it's all it's always good because our knowledge is only really limited to what we've been through. But it's always good to have that professional experience i thought you know let's get, get her let, on let's get her involved 
<laughs> I was very honoured. Thank you so much for asking me. Anytime. I think I think it's the best thing we've done. Yeah. Thank you. I think, I think you can thank us, but we thank you for allowing to like yourself to join the like the gang. The gang. <laughs> and help us more to understand as well everything in more detail. Obviously, because like Bid said, we know so much. Our journeys, our stories, yeah, we have been through a lot ourselves and we're trying to give individuals a platform to share their, their stories as well. And we've learned from those individuals as well. But to have someone like you on board is a pleasure and we're, we're grateful. So, yeah. Yeah. I just think, it, you know, for me, I, when you asked me to do the, the first one, number four, yes. I, just, I said at the time, you know, I, it's who I am, this is, it's not a career. And I think because I, I do children and adults, so I, you know, I, I float between the two. And I've just given my whole career, really, it's nearly 40 years, would you believe, wow. that I've I've been trying to, to support and help, you know, families, let's say. And because you are doing such an amazing job and you're far reaching than I can do, because, you know, yes, I may do the virtual training to, you know, nationally. Yeah. Uh, but the counseling and the therapy that I do, of course, is, is here in Stoke-on-Trent, which is, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of it. But I think for you guys, you when I think where you were, at, you know, episode four and now where you are at 35 I think gosh you're reaching so many you know people and I think I still am you know committed to helping people and if I can do that by you know joining you then it's a win-win for me yeah so say the the journey itself the podcast journey itself for me has been a roller coaster Mm. because we started with um, good old Nathan Eney on the 14th of August last year uh, with probably just well, it was one mic. Why don't you use one mic? One mic. One, one, one mic. 20 pound mic, mate. 20 pound mic off Amazon. Fogging. <laughs> <laughs> and to an extent, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, no. But it didn't stop us. No. Not stop us, and especially you know what I've got to give bids so much credit because I've had, he, I've had to self self um, learn quite a lot of things. Yeah, like you you have come a long way, and sometimes I'm there just speaking to bids, and he's sending me this, and I'm like, how do you learn this? How do you do that? <laughs> you doing this? How do you do that? And I'm like. I'm just here, like always busy. And I want to help him so much with all these little things that he's doing like, behind the scenes and that. Like, you have taken us so far. And it's and I believe it's just the beginning. Yeah. We won't stop, mate. We'll not stop. But it has it has been hard. It's been really hard because I think with the way that goes on in the background of the podcast, like the editing, uh all the design work that goes with it, it it takes up like a full day so if like we record in the morning 
and it's probably finished and edited by six o'clock at night for it to go up on the, uh, that night kind of thing. So it takes up a lot of time, but it's rewarding because the amount of messages that we've had and it has saved lives. Like yeah. there's, there's no bullshit there. As saves life, we've had messages from people thanking us, saying like the podcast has saved them. Wow. Can I just ask then, both of you, when, you know, the very, very beginning, when you thought about doing a podcast, what did you think, what was your outcome? What did you think it would, would look like? And, 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 you know, what did you hope to achieve? What was your thoughts? Can I answer first? Yeah, go on. I'll say honestly, yeah. For me to do something, I tend not to think too far ahead because then I put myself off. So how we sort of started it and what did we think of it? Or from my side, was me and Bit had a conversation, and we basically just said like, "Oh, your story, my story, wow!" Like we became really close friends and. We said we, we, we should start a podcast and a podcast just let people um, share the stories and but re- like people genuine people that who are who have got the courage to come on and share how low they've been, what pain they've been through, and the reason why they bounce back to give people out there something that they could potentially relate to. But did I think we were going to get this big in regards of listeners, viewers, and we're basically international now that we've got people all over the world listening and watching us? I never thought that. I didn't think we were even going to get a lot of listeners or viewers. Just put such a, um, a daunting conversation that you've got to have and listen to as well. But what we said is, We've got to try and make it easy to listen to. We've got to try and make it fun. And obviously with bids. <laughs> like we're, we're both you just got to look at him and you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> we're, both, we're both two different characters where you've got, we're both jokers. One swears, one doesn't swear as much. So it's like we've got a good balance. So listeners could... Yeah. Boom, yes, I needed to hear that swear word and then boom, I needed to hear this. And then boom, I needed to hear this deep conversation and we, then this just comes out of nowhere and just breaks the, the deep conversation with like a fact or something fun. So along the journey from, from day one to where we are now, we've been learning and how do we make it easier for people to listen to, people to engage with us, how, do, how are we going to help those listening to come out the place they're in but we never had a plan how did we we just said we've got a purpose we've got a why let's just do it yeah wow yeah I, I, I just i didn't really have a vision i just wanted to do it so it's something i've always wanted to do even though i've got to admit if it was if it was about three or four years ago there was absolutely no way I'd be doing this because that at that point that was when my men- mental health was really bad. And you know, when you just switch off, you, you just, 
like you socially, I was not interacting at all socially because I was probably scared of what people were going to think of me. Yeah. yeah, I was scared because I do swear a lot. I was scared I might offend people. And then, but now I don't give a fuck, basically. And it's what it's, it is what it is because we're, I think we've spoke about language before. Some people like it, some people don't. It's just one of them things. Um, you make me one go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you need, a, need, need to be censored. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but know that the, the initial journey at the start was quite daunting because I didn't, I didn't know much about audio. I didn't know much about how to distribute the podcast out there. And when I jump into things, I want to do really well with them. Like I want, I want them to do well. Like I don't want to just do a podcast and have one or two listeners here and there. No, I want, I want thousands. I want hundreds and thousands. That, that's the, that was always my aim. But then sometimes that affects me in a negative way because if I didn't get them, them uh, the viewership I wanted to, I'd be down. But then I started learning and teaching myself just keep doing what I'm doing. Just keep doing things. I think that's what we need. People need to do in life. If you enjoy doing something, and I don't want, I didn't want recognition for it because I was doing it because I enjoyed it. But you've made a really good point there. I'm just thinking from a learning point of view. You've just said because that happens a lot. It's a bit like equate to you know Facebook yeah. and likes. People really struggle if they don't get a lot of likes. So they'll maybe post post a, a photo of themselves or or whatever. Yeah. And if they don't get so many likes, they take it really personally. And you've just said a little bit like that. If you don't get a lot of listeners, then you know you could take that personally. And you said that I learned to to deal with that. Yeah. How did you learn to deal with that? What what did what did you do? Because a lot of people are like that, though, aren't they? Take it personally if they don't get a lot yeah. of. So I just, what did you do? It took me quite a few weeks because, say, with this with the podcast and where I had the imagination of where I wanted it be, with me thinking of where I wanted it be, I already thought it was there already but it wasn't. So I kind of brought myself back to reality and thought to myself, this is a brand new podcast. Or even if someone's doing something that's brand new to them, like even like Monty's clothing brand, or if someone's come up with a, a business idea that they've kicked off, like it's brand new. Like you've literally just, I've literally just started this. So for the thought process around it I was thinking well am I enjoying it yes I'm enjoying it is that all that matters and I was thinking well yeah because if I'm not enjoying it I won't be doing it so the more I was doing it and enjoying it the more I was learning new things about audio and visual effects and stuff like that I was I was getting kind of a buzz off it because I was create I was being creative with what I was doing so I was thinking, well, if I like it, that's all that matters. And I, I think a lot of people like look at things that they're doing and they think I'm going to get judged here. But what really matters is is 
do I like it? Because I, I love doing a podcast. Like the weekends, like people love going out, partying, whatever. I don't. I just, I'm ready for a podcast every weekend. But it does come with some downfalls, I will say, because we've had some guests on. All the guests have been absolutely amazing. I've had a few turbulent moments after a podcast, after an episode has been recorded. Um, and one of them was uh, with a good pal of mine, Gary Cliff. Um, it was, he was a um, victim of Barry Bennell, the paedophile. From He was a football coach. And he went into some like details that I'm not used to hearing, if you know what I mean. Um, but it's the platform to give people like Gary the space to get it out there. But after I spoke to him, I was quite shocked with what I've heard and I couldn't quite erase it. I couldn't quite focus on what I was doing after. And I remember going home. I didn't even start editing it. I just went bad. So it does, it does come with the downfalls because there is some really powerful things that get spoken about. I don't know about you, Monty, but you remember the episode with Connor from Man Made Beard Company? Yeah. When he, he went he went full board, he went full force into all the details of how he tried to kill himself. And I wasn't expecting that. I don't know if he you wasn't. were. He wasn't. I wasn't. No, because no, exactly. he, he, even he said, didn't he, after he said, it's the first time he's ever shared that. He obviously felt really comfortable, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, we've had many of those, haven't we, bits where with what we do and how we approach the the podcast and the conversations we have before we start recording, it's making them feel welcome and making them feel at ease. We're not here to judge anyone. Me and Bid have both suffered, right, in different ways, but we have both experienced the same feelings and the same pain yeah. in different ways. So we have been down there, and a lot of people have experienced the same thing, but in different ways. So what we do is make them feel comfortable, speak about ourselves, and then let them go. And literally, as we're recording and as we're talking and as we're having a laugh and all sorts, then we get, by the way, this is the first time I'm about to share my this. No one else knows. And then boom. Yeah. And then... It's insane. And that's when it gets deep. And obviously... Also, like we have to stay composed and because we can't then get emotional and we got to just try to stay composed, all ears, understanding. And then Bid's amazing at this because, like I said, he just breaks everything with a, a weird fact, which then we allow ourselves to then sort of like shape what we've just heard, shape what we've just spoke about. Mm-hmm. And then go back to it and approach it in a different way because now we know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Because we don't, we don't 
the way we do the podcast is not putting people on a back foot by all of a sudden question after question after question after question and then they feel like they're doing an interview. It's just, we don't know who you are. You don't know who we are. Let's get to know each other. Well, and that's absolutely how you're getting the best out of people, isn't it? But if you think about from a, a mental health point of view, that's because that's what this is all about. And it's that because obviously mental health is being able to cope with change, resilience and difficult times. It's when it gets, turns poor that we start to struggle. So thinking about the listeners then point of view, how what what does that mean for them then? Because if you think about you're really struggling with the things you hear, which is right because you will do won't you because somebody's telling you really difficult things and just you know and me who's heard these things well I hear them every day of course I do for for years yeah. I have to learn to manage that and it's tough still I'd have got out years ago if I become desensitized to it but it's another thing for somebody who may be listening has heard it for the first time so how do you manage that what have you been doing for to manage that I think when we first started, I think the first, what, let me have a look, first, bloody hell, I think it's the first seven, to about, yeah, first 17 episodes, we only put the guest name, um, and then I had a couple of messages um, and emails off people saying I really struggle with this episode because you spoke about this mm. uh, so from there I've put like little captions in the title now what we're on what we're discussing so like for example last week uh, we spoke with Chris from Australia uh, and the captions were chronic fatigue losing a close friend Aussie rules and marathon running so you've got like snippets of the topics that we've spoke about. Um, Cause it's happened to me. I've, I've listened to a few podcasts in the, in the past and there's not really been much information within the title. Cause a lot of people don't click on the description. They just, yeah. they just it play straight away. They look yeah. at the title and it plays straight away. Um, and there's been a few times where I've been listening to a podcast and I'm, I'm thinking, shit, this is going to trigger me. Yeah, like what they're talking absolutely. about, like bang. That's what like, I was going to say, it's the triggers in teeth I was thinking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and it has helped because I've had no no messages since I've started doing them little topic snippets in the title. I've had, I've had like, no issues with it. Yeah. But I've, I've, I've found that's helped a lot because you yeah. can just look, instantly look at the title and if something's in there that is a trigger to you, then you don't have to listen to it. Yeah. I think it all, and also that, that comes with what we spoke about at the start. It's about not knowing and growing during the process. So picking those little things that makes it then easier for the listeners, makes it easier for us, makes it easier for everyone. Yeah. Where you can, before you were just the names. And obviously anyone, if you see, um, a well-known footballer like at the start or Nathan Heaney, for example, you saw his name, oh, boxer, then you click on it. I want to hear about his story, but then you don't know what was spoken about until you're there, deep inside it. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow, I didn't want to hear this. But as we went along, I was like, Bibbs just said, started putting little titles. So then as a reader or as a listener, you can then choose, nah, this is not for me. I'm not, nah, I can't do it. And that's but, really important, Tenji, because like I say, that's why I'm asking this is because we, you, what we're doing is amazing because it is so important that people hear that, oh, I'm not the only one who's going to do this. Somebody yeah. else does. And when it is people like, you know, him, who they think, oh, gosh, even celebrities, you know, or footballers get poor mental health so it is important that people do know that it's not just them because I know in you know my practice when people you know come to me they think they are the only ones who are going through that and the first one of the first things I, I have to do is let them realize that no actually it isn't so it is important that you know they, they get that and hear people's stories but there is that other side that it can trigger can't it a lot so you know it is important that they are aware of what the sensitive nature of the topic yeah definitely yeah definitely we have had um, a couple of footballs on haven't we? we've had uh, leon leg yeah. and we had uh, david cottrell on um it's the david cottrell one was amazing wasn't it yeah i don't think i've listened to that one i need that one listen to that one. yeah he's a uh, ex ex premier league and welsh international we've because it's interesting because when i found out when you got him on monty yeah. When when I found out who it was and it was a Welsh international, the first thing that sprung to my mind was Gary Speed. Yeah. Because obviously he um, killed himself through suicide. I was thinking, surely that's, you know, that's going to be a big trigger for him. That's why I asked him about it. So I was a bit iffy about asking him about it at first, but you got to do, you got, sometimes you just got to ask these things, I think. Mm-hmm. And if they're not comfortable, they will tell you. People will tell you. That's part of the problem, though, you know, isn't it? that people don't ask, they don't say because they're afraid. Yeah. And, they, again, it's all around why there's a big stigma attached to it. Yeah. Because people think, oh, no, you know, I can't talk about that. So, yeah, it's best to just ask, yeah. and it's on the person to say, you know, I don't want to talk about yeah. that. But, but yeah. you're doing exactly that, getting the word out there, aren't you? Well, our, our job and not, not our job, it's not really our job, but our passion and our purpose is more to try and minimise and make people feel more at ease to talk about their problems. Because obviously breaking up stigma is we want to, but we'll, we've got a hell of a job in our hands. But as long as we try and minimise that and, and make make it more comfortable, more of a comfortable subject, we're doing all right. And that's why we ask all the things we ask. And yeah. that's why we're going to get all these answers out, all these individuals who are comfortable talking about uncomfortable things. And for the listeners to listen to uncomfortable conversations so then they realise that these conversations are is okay to have. All these things are okay to talk about because they could be at home thinking, I'm going through this, but I don't want to talk about it because I might be seem like I'm stupid or I'm weak or it's nothing big. But that we've discussed before and we've said it many times that no matter small, big, 
But if something that sold more to one of us could be take to someone else. Yeah. Don't just think like what we're thinking about, what we might say. Just think about what you're going through and just speak it out. Yes, you might get someone that might not want to speak to you, but then also with what the way we're doing it is I feel comfortable with talking about things that you're not comfortable with talking. And for those listening, just try and be kind. And if someone comes over to you, just listen. Yeah. Don't just tell them even more. So we, we don't just say, speak, speak, speak. We also say, listen. And those. I think it's really important, isn't it? Because I always say, you know, when I'm, I'm training particularly, that I think the, the word or the phrase, hi, okay, is nowadays become a, just a hello. I think if you ask somebody, are you okay, it's making sure you actually have the or make the time to stand and listen if somebody comes back to you with that, well, no, I'm not actually. Because I think people will say, hi, okay, and then they walk off. Yeah. Well, you know, but it, yeah. somebody might say, no, I'm not. Yeah, And then, you know, you've walked off because, again, it's a bit like, hello, it's really important, isn't it, if you're asking that, to be prepared for the answer because people tend to say, don't they, they've asked me, I'm starting to say how I'm feeling, and I can see somebody's thinking, oh, God, I wish I'd never yeah. asked that. Yeah. But it's important, isn't it, that we listen to people because we're not fair, good at that. People just ask how you are just so they can come across. Yes, I'm polite. And as soon as you start opening your mouth, sorry, I'm, I'm running late. I've got yeah. that. Yeah, and they back it like a couple of steps away and you can see you're looking at him. You're telling them, you've asked me, I'm not okay. And they're backing away from me a bit for. Just off grab him. Just off grab him. Just off grab him like, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> you will listen to me. But I think that what we're doing now, that humour, I mean, you know, Monty's already said it about you, but it's that bit, isn't it, that we mustn't also be ashamed or embarrassed that we laugh. I think, you know, I've worked in, you know, child protection, but adult protection too, but, you know, most of my career. And I have coped with that because of my sense of humor or in you know poor mental health and now you know trauma yeah and i have coped with that because of my sense of humor it doesn't mean i'm laughing at it but yeah. it gets us through don't it and i think again we mustn't worry about laughing too because yeah. it does get us through don't it and that humor gets us through an awful lot i'll definitely say my sense of humor is just so dark like i uh, well, I don't. I don't mean to offend people with it, but if you get offended, so what? Yeah. So just laugh. Just, just laugh. It's like oh, we yeah. had. It's like the episode with Scott, uh, Scott Shearer, when I when I dropped the chimpanzee ch uh, fact on you. Oh, tell me about. Oh, <laughs> what oh. did you do, Dan? <laughs> you want you want to know the chimpanzee fact? Yeah. We can repeat. Tell it. me. We can. I don't think you're gonna enjoy it, but. Is it going to make me want to go like, ah? Oh. Yeah. That emoji where you go, ah? Oh. Yeah. yeah you probably lose connection. Monty, <laughs> does he need to retell it or not? Yeah. Hey, like we've just said, it's about you. So do you want to listen to it? Oh, maybe not. 
ding 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 about an angry chimpanzee that chomps on something. No, I've decided. I've made a decisive decision. Maybe not. Look, prime example to those viewers, listeners. Look, if it's not for you, don't do it. Yourself. Don't do it. And yeah, I've yeah. made the decision. Yeah. I could have felt really uncomfortable then. I feel I may have felt pressurized that because I've started the conversation, I've yeah. got to say, oh yeah, Dan, Dan tell me. <laughs> but I've decided no. Peer no, no, pressure. Peer no. pressure. Move on. Peer <laughs> pressure. I've made the decision. No. No. Okay. Well, that's fine. But if anyone of the listeners wants to listen to that fact. Scott Shearer, the episode with Scott Shearer, it's on there. Yeah, they'll lift that up. That's all right. I I got a lot of messages after asking me if it's true. So I sent the people that asked the link. Basically, episode number 25. Yeah. Episode 25 is where it goes down with Big Angry Dave. We called him Dave, didn't we? Dave the Chief. Yeah, I love how we're still talking about it. I know, see, and I said, <laughs> no. <laughs> Karina has made the decision, no. Enough no. now. Do Let's you... move on. Do Talk you... <laughs> about another episode, not that. What episode, Monty, was it? Remind us. 25. 25. 25. Move on now. Another episode. <laughs> what, what other episode? A nice one, though. To be fair, we have... What puts me under pressure? We have had some... Decent facts on board, aren't we? The 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 car park one. Remember that one, Monty? Car park one, yeah. Car park in Turkey. I can't even remember now how much it was. I remember how much it was, but it was ridiculous. Was it something like? Was it Hong Kong or something like that? It's about. I think it's about hundred thousand pound. Wasn't it for a parking what? ticket? Yeah. Hundred thousand pounds. Yeah, in Japan. Is it, is it Japan? Yeah. 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 All day, all day, park up for a hundred thousand pound. Just ridiculous. Wow. And wow. I thought five pounds all day in Wales was a lot of money. I know, right? Wow. I That's thought, cheap. I cheap. thought five pounds twenty for an hour in Edinburgh. <laughs> wow. wow. Wales, I'm ever so sorry, but your five pound all day is a bargain. I'm sorry I was moaning about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, take that one back. Yeah. Hey, get on this then. So, talking about parking tickets. <laughs> Got one, I've, you? I've gone to get a parking, obviously, the ticket. And I've seen £5.20 an hour. So, no chance. I had to be cheeky. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to drive around and find somewhere else. That's not, you don't need to pay this. Parked, went back to my car, and I had a, and I had a ticket. Oh. I thought I should have paid £5.20 instead. Then. That would have been a lot cheaper. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sometimes we've got to go through things to learn. No, just do it. Just pay the five pounds twenty, and get on with your with your time normal. Me, I went parked so far away, walked, and I came back to a ticket. To be fair, mate, you can get an app called Park. You get an app on your phone, and it tells you all the best places you can park and all the cheap places. Is it? Yeah, that's what I did when I went to Edinburgh. There you go. So I'm gonna get that when when we move up there. Yes, mate. Big time. There you go. I'll tell you what we can discuss. The language that we use. 
because there were, what was it now, episode 24 with Chris Johnson from Canada. I think we were discussing, well, he's he had, he's got bipolar, so we obviously discussed that. Uh, and then I met, we mentioned about suicide. And I use, I worded it as someone committed suicide. And he corrected me, didn't you remember? Yeah. He corrected me and said, we, we don't use committed suicide over here. It's um, died by suicide. And then it got me thinking that, yeah, it's true, because if you commit something, it's a crime, right? Mm. So it's not a crime. He hasn't committed a crime. They've killed themselves. And I think it's, I found it, awkward saying oh he killed himself died by suicide i find it quite i found it quite heartless but it's it's true it's it, it's right and now i find the phrase committed suicide heartless i think it's because it, we're learning a lot now aren't we and terminology because that's what it is about is um really really important because it means so much to different people and i think that committed suicide is a negative term isn't it and yeah. i know doesn't take away of course it doesn't take away that you know that somebody's you know killed themselves but committed suicide is very negative so it infers that somebody is you know it's that negative to themselves and yes they've harmed themselves they've killed themselves but yeah. it takes away all that emotion around it and all that pain around it and the suffering around it that went on before they actually killed themselves so I think that's what what it is around you know the importance of getting it right really yeah. so I think we've in all these years we've you know the past few years everybody's worked really hard on the right terminology for things because they don't you know we have to think about it because it impacts on people that's why yeah. you know when we talk about survivors don't we some people and victims some people will like to be called a victim some people will prefer to be called a survivor yeah it's up to that person what what they like to be called and why we say you know domestic abuse not necessarily domestic violence because you know, we stop people coming forward if we only say domestic violence because it's not just violence in, in relationships. So just those the type of things. So, yeah, it is important. Yeah. And there, has, right. there has been so much domestic violence this past year. Mm. I know because we set, we set up Women's Unite a few months, uh, I can't remember, a few months ago, I think it was. We were thinking about setting it up a year or so ago. But with Men United kicking off as it did and being so busy, we just kind of lost track of it. But once we set it up, the amounts of women that are hiding the depression and anxiety shocked me. It really shocked me because I always thought, you know, women always talk you know, you, you see um, women talk, talking with each other. It's very expressive and very emotional. And like with men, it's like, oh, mate, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. But it really shocked me when, when it was, when it kicked off. The amount of women, Justin, 
Stoke on Trent and Staffordshire struggling. It's insane. Because I, I didn't expect it at all. I wouldn't expect that either, to be fair. Obviously, not saying that uh, women will be the ones that will cry out for help easily. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected that they would probably, or some of them, struggle as much as we do when it's about speaking what is going in your mind. I wouldn't have expected that. But then you go to show again with what we do. Mm. We, we will picture something and then we think that's it. So men are the only ones that struggle to speak out, but it goes to show that yeah, everyone everyone struggles and everyone whatever does. reason, something stops us from communicating and being and letting our emotions be seen and our pain to be seen and or be heard mm. for whatever reason we stop ourselves from getting the help that we need absolutely and i think like with women it, it, you know people do tend to think oh you know we all, we tell our friends everything and yeah we, we do communicate better but when it comes to to things like you know just like we've just been talking about domestic abuse it's there's still a lot of stigma around that that there is a lot of guilt and shame that you won't talk there shouldn't be but there is and you know when we look at domestic abuse relationships males and females are, are victims of yeah. but there's usually around that is the grooming around it or the gaslighting that makes you not realize that you are in that type of relationship so that type of grooming makes you feel that it's your fault so yeah. you're not gonna say to somebody because they make you feel as if it's your fault so you're not gonna say to your mate are you that you know she hits me or he hits me because obviously same sex relationships. So it works the same way where men struggle to talk openly about it. Women will exactly the same. Do you think men, men would struggle more opening up about being in a domestic abuse relationship Absolutely. With, with, with them being a man? Yeah, because again, it's this terrible, terrible stigma yeah. about, you know, men should be the strong one. You know, men would, they would say, why on earth have you let her hit you? You know, that type of thing, which yeah. is wrong because the domestic abuse relationships are about grooming that person. Well, any abusive relationship or any abuse, it's about grooming that person to allow them, that perpetrator, to do something to them. So it can be males, females, and children, obviously. But, yeah, they won't speak out. But society reacts different too because you know talk to society they'd say that it was only women who yeah. are abused well that's not true predominantly women yes but males are abused just the same but they've done that experiment haven't they where outside you know you've got um a, a male abusing a female you know verbally then physically and people flock and try yeah. to help it. Yeah, they switch the roles round where the female's doing it to the male and nobody takes any notice of it at all. Again, society don't don't look at it like that and look at it very differently. So, you know, we don't allow males to come forward and say, it's wrong, I, I am being abused. Yeah, it's almost, um, it's almost like people were looking at 
the male being abused by the females, they have to think, what he, what has he done now, kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I, I would say, like, how that experiment that was done, if the man would have responded in a way where he pushed her, for example, I'm not saying he's allowed to do such a thing, but if he would have, like, shaken her a bit in front of the public, people would have jumped in and defended the female without asking any questions, without anything. And like you say, society has just put males in this weird bracket that we can't be weak. We can't speak. We can't show any emotions. We're not allowed to be abused. Because when we do, and all of a sudden, no one's going to believe us. Absolutely. There's a stigma like around surrounding males and what a society has created is just sad, if I'm honest. And that's what we've got to carry on and making it known by sharing all these experiences that men and female go through that. Actually, if you sit down and go through episode, through each episode and listen to every story, a lot of the stories are similar. Yeah, so just coming from a female, we supposed to show that we are still end of the day, no matter because um, we're just different sex, we can't feel the same pain, mm. we can't be vulnerable, we can't feel emotionally drain, or, or we can't get abused, or we can't speak out. Or like, every, we're human beings, end of the day, absolutely. We may respond in different ways. But I think, me and we've had this conversation before, haven't we, Dan? You know, but if you look at core root of poor mental health, is there's a real commonality between males and females. Again, may may respond in, in different ways to that. Yeah. But as a general, yes, you know, we are all at risk of poor mental health. We are all at risk of, of being, you know, groomed or abused absolutely of course we are yeah you know so, and i yeah. think it's important that people know that don't they because that's all part of it because one of the things is when again what we've talked about you know about half an hour ago is the fact that people don't think that it's it happens to other people they think it's just them and that's what stops them from coming forward or speaking out yeah. it's really important that everybody knows it can be anybody yeah Right, so, for anybody from you know any sex, any gender, whatever people want to call it, you know, or yeah. from you know people who are celebrities, people who earn you know million pound a year, to those who who don't. So it can be anybody. Yeah. It's important that we all know that. Yeah, you know, end of the day, like you said, any sex, any gender, whatever. You want you like to call yourself? You have to be careful. With, you have to be careful with uh, genders nowadays, mate. Do. What do you mean? That's why we've just said whatever you want to identify yourself. No, that's what I'm as. saying. But <laughs> you might you might like. piss a lot of people off if you say we well, have only one there uh, two genders around there. Oh, I've no, just said I'm... it. Oh no. Yeah, no. Nah, nah. like, oh. oh dear. My, I've always said it. My cousin is gay, so. Like, I've got love for everyone. We're all humans anyway. But 
we all suffer. Yeah, one way or another. Absolutely. And then um, another big, a big episode for me was episode twenty-seven with um, para-Olympian Ian Marsden. That guy came with so much juice; it was unbelievable. <laughs> the amount of passion and anger he had in that episode, I was, I was absolutely buzzing for ages. <laughs> <clears throat> you said that what what made him a para para Olympian? I have to say that slowly. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. drive and that anger and that passion. Possibly, because mm-hmm. there was a big part in the episode where he spoke about people parking in disabled bays when they oh. weren't disabled. Remember? Oh. Yeah. And I said to him that I was going um, create a, a parking bounty hunting business where I'd potentially go around car parks and if they weren't disabled in the parking bay, then I'd have to slash the tyres. Well, I thought maybe there might be a bit of a a better way of doing it without slashing the tyres. Maybe. Did he appreciate, though? Because you know that bit that you don't have to be visually disabled to be disabled? Did he talk about that too? Yeah. Yeah. That's really important, isn't it? Because so yeah. many people, because we've had on our car, I'll never forget it with my mom, but uh, uh, no put on because Peter had, my mom was obviously when she was alive, bless her, yeah. was uh, she was staying at the shop and we parked the car with obviously my mom's bag. Peter had taken the shopping back and then we were going to get in and go pick her up. And we ended up with a, a really nasty note on saying, You clearly are not disabled. But the badge was for me, Mum. But little did they realise, you know, Pete's actually got COPD. Yeah. And I'm thinking you, you, people will make such judgments, won't they? And the, again, yeah. lots of people with disabilities do not need. I mean, well, the badge was for me, Mum. <laughs> but I think you know, make such a judgment, don't they? Yeah. Because they think, well, they think disability is just in a wheelchair. Let's yeah. face it. Yeah. But can be so cruel and judgmental. Yeah. Well, he's, he said in that episode, uh, he's punched a few people. Like, he's had a few people knocking on the door and calling him all kinds of horrible stuff. And he's got out the car and he's done him in. And I absolutely <laughs> put on he, him. Did he use that phrase, done him in? <laughs> no, I don't think he did, but that's my phrasing. <laughs> got out and he's done him in. Done him in. Done that's Papa Stokey, done him in. Done him in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. But no, he's he was an amazing guy. And he's uh, he's in the Olympics. It's coming up, man. It's coming up. I need I need I need to get some information because I need to watch him. Hopefully I can bring him the gold for Team G B. <laughs> and you label say, I've interviewed him or I've spoken to him. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? Playing to fame. I go around everywhere I go now and I park. And if I'm near like yes. uh, parking spaces for people who are less abled, yeah. I look on a windscreen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I do, yeah. Got a badge. Yeah, I had, a, I had a word with someone the other day outside the petrol station. I parked up to go in and there was a, a young guy. I'm going to call him a chav. Young chav in his car. Parks up 
in the disabled bay, struts out like his big odd geezer. No disabled badge there. Saying he's in the queue and I'm behind him. I gave him a tap on the shoulder. So you got a badge in your car, mate. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, parked in disabled bay. He's like, no, I've not got a badge. Do we need one? He's like, yeah, you do, mate. He's like, oh, apologize, apologize. Says, well, next time, you better fucking move your car. Absolute idiot, mate. And yeah. <laughs> it happened. And I'd no. do the same. Is that the truth? That's the truth. BP Garage and Talk. There you go. <laughs> Name them. <laughs> I think that with Karina, with what you said as well earlier, I think it was before we started recording about, um, or was it as soon as we started, about what we've learned from our guests. Mm. Things like this, we became more understanding of every situation. Yeah. Because we had guests from all different walks of life. Yeah. And what they do, what they struggled with, what sort of like irritates them because of their own problems that they have. So we've taken all those things on board. So now when we go out and do these things, we actually then with that individual as well so like someone could be coming here who's disabled he's not going to be able to park there so why mm. are you parking there we become we became more understanding because I've learned so much really because we yeah. only I think if you have listeners have though haven't they yeah mm-hmm. 100% learn so much we become more understanding that's what we're trying to do we don't just do this just also just for the listeners and for the viewers. We also take things on board because we're doing this podcast with genuine individuals that we take everything on board. It's not just we've done one. Okay, next one. Mm-hmm. Let's go. No, sometimes me and Biz, we just sit back after everything stopped recording and we actually talk about it. And we, and we say what we think and wow, like that's amazing. Or wow, like the way he's bounced back. Wow, we can't believe people actually do this to these individuals. They, we can't believe they get treated like that. But yeah. we take all these things on board and we learn from it. How do we become then better individuals? How do we become better human beings? How do we then become better individuals to then actually help our kids as well understand what life is about? Mm. Yeah, it's definitely helped me in that's that way. Fun. Definitely helped me in that way. So when you think about future then, so that's the learning from the past, how many 30-odds, did you say, 35 podcasts? Yeah, what, yeah. How? I mean, that's been really successful because, again, the reason I asked you that, because it is important that, again, like, Dan, you were saying, you get a lot out of it, you enjoy them. So you two have got out of the podcast over so these 35 times, which your listeners will, because that's, again, you do it for them too. When you think about future, the next podcast that you're going to do, what do you want for that from them? What 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 are you thinking from now? Because this is a, le- a bit of a little bit of a review. I know, right? <laughs> Business review. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you see the future for it being? Obviously, me on board more. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, it's one of them things because. I'm I'm the kind of person that lives. I live for the hour, if you know what I mean. I don't. 
I don't look too far in the future anymore because I, f- I find myself, like my headspace just goes completely bonkers if I start looking further in the future. But I say, like I said before, I, I'm enjoying what I'm doing now and we're learning more. Uh, obviously, the more we learn, the more we grow. Yeah. And I think for the from the first episode, we've grown so much. Uh, so I don't really know where I want to go in the future. Honestly, I'd love, I just want it to keep growing, getting bigger and getting the audience, interacting with the audience more. I don't know, Monty, what you think, bro? I think the same as you, bro. Yeah. Not, and I think that's why we get on so well. Yeah. And that's why we have been delivering the episodes that we deliver. Yeah. Because we don't, the only pressure that we put on ourselves is to make sure we do an episode every week. Yeah, but that's that's something we need just you know rein in a bit. Yeah. Definitely, because I'm saying yeah, I enjoy doing the episodes and I love getting all the content out to the listeners. But I've, we've got to think about ourselves, you know. So maybe a, a break, even if it's. A week break there, a week break there. I'm thinking a month break, mate, in August, I am. I don't know about hey. you, but I'm I'm ready well, for I'm... a podcast holiday, mate. I'm ready. <laughs> we can do one a next a next and <laughs> no, we can do the next podcast. It will be you on holiday and me in Scotland, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Holiday yeah. holiday. There yeah. you go. Well, oh, it's a good I... idea. Podcast on tour. Tales do live <laughs> shows. <laughs> do live shows and get like the audience on five minutes That's ago five five ten minutes ago get them on stage on stage you're getting carried away now there you go see you that's, what, that, that's what happens when i start thinking about the future <laughs> goes so that's why hour by hour yeah what's that thing that's that when, that's when um when you get carried or not carried away, obviously there's there's, there's good things having a plan, having a vision, having a goal, having a target, and things like that. But with certain things, you just got to go with the flow. You have your structure, which is what we have already, and stick by it. Yeah. And along the way, we grow. Because if you start putting all this, which is why a lot of people do, you start putting all these targets, which is good. But then when they're not getting near it, that's when here it starts affecting you. You start panicking, get anxious, start struggling. You feel like you're failing. So we just, what we have and what keeps us going is the purpose that we have and the reason why we're doing it. And that's why we are doing this so smoothly. We get on so well. We have a laugh along the way. There's no pressure in anything. Yes, we have a goal, but that goal is basically our purpose. As long as we still have that purpose and the drive and the why, we'll continue to do it and we'll continue to grow. And do you think that's what is the part of the success? Is And obviously we're talking about, you know, poor mental health and mental health that makes you two 
cope with the pressure of the podcast is because you don't put too much pressure on yourselves. Yeah. Do you think that's what the success is? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think I, it is. I think the yeah. first first time we started, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. And that's when I just reined everything in, gathered my thoughts and started I, I started enjoying it more. Yeah. It's like anything we do in life, you've got to enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, stop doing it. Yeah. And if you don't enjoy it, you start struggling. Like we said, like you just, it becomes like a, a battle of scenarios in your head. Yeah. That you can't control. And it becomes you create this different world that you're not even in control of anymore. Nope. And it becomes something that's slowly killing you mentally. Then you become lazy, not lazy, but you become like the point, the, the point I'm trying to make basically, once you put yourself in so much pressure, you you feel like you can't reach or you're not getting anywhere near that target, yeah. you become feel you become feeling like a failure. Yeah. Once you start believing that you're not going to achieve that target and you start feeling like you're a failure, that's when you start having problems with yourself. Yeah. And we can't, we have not allowed that to happen to us. And we don't want our listeners or viewers to also, whatever you're doing in your life, just don't put too much pressure on yourself day to day. Enjoy yourself, be in the present. And whatever you choose to do, whether it's business, whatever you want to do, make sure it's something that you enjoy. And make sure if you're doing it, just do it because you have a purpose. And you know what your purpose is. Because once you've got purpose, you'll probably reach more than what you ever expected. That's what I think. And I think you made a good point earlier, because everything you're saying is absolutely right. You made a good point earlier when you said you've got to have structure. Well, you said a plan. You've got to have a plan. You've got to have structure. But then, obviously, what your purpose is the main main thing but don't put yourself under too much pressure because I think that's where when we look at males and females where sometimes they can clash because predominantly males will knee jerk and go with the flow yeah that's me females tend to plan and we need to be able to look to the future and that comes from naturally the um, males are you know the hunters yeah. You're kill me for saying this. Oh, hunters. The the females will the nurturers with the children. Yeah. I know, like I say, I'm gonna get criticized for maybe saying this, but you know, this is what it is, how it's evolved though. But yeah. what happens is so we have to be able to look to future. We look, we have to look wider, we have to foresee, we have to plan, we have to predict because of the usually yeah. the children. So I think that's where it can be very different. But we have to find a common ground, a middle, because you're absolutely right. Because that's where we females, well, you know, the, we'll struggle because we put ourselves under too much pressure and yeah. then we think we've failed. Mm-hmm. So the, it's the meeting halfway. Because, again, you're right. You said, you know, a plan, structure, but with not too much pressure. And I think that's the ideal, really, because that's where we all fall down, no, no matter who you are. When you give yourself too many targets, they're not achievable, and then you start to feel as if I'm not achieving, I'm failing here, and then whoop, you're down in the slippery slope. Yeah. 
And we've we've all been there in that slope. It's not a nice place to be. No, it is not a nice place to be. But no. we do we all for the past few episodes we've been ending on a motivational video for the YouTube listeners. But the audio guys, we love you. We do. You can still hear it as well. That's a good thing. It's a good thing. So on that note, it has been a pleasure. And I can't wait to have you back on. Thank you. I can't wait to. Because it's it's going to be a regular thing. We're going to come on. We're going to talk about what we spoke about. So? I mean, we couldn't have spoken about all 34 episodes today because we've just got not enough time. Yeah. Not enough time. And remember, yeah. always remember, when you go in the zoo, Make sure you share with a chimpanzee, okay? Yes, we said no. <laughs> ah, yeah. I made the decision no, and you had to bring it round again. You know what Karina's going to do? As soon as she finishes, she's going to go straight to episode 25. I am, actually. I, I made a note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm okay doing that because that I don't, won't feel pressurised then, will I, when I'm in control of yeah. looking at it when I feel okay, yeah. not when you two are talking about it. Yeah, then I li- would have to go like that. Ah. <laughs> you listen to it when you are ready. When I'm listen, ready that, and absolute, I think I can cope with it. Absolute banger of a fact. You'll never look at chimpanzees in the way that you do again. Oh, no, I can't look at them. them Point me off even more. <laughs> Think you'll love them more. Wait, yeah. I can't watch it. Did you know, on a, on a fun fact, did you know chimpanzees uh, shake hands? Yes. And they yes. do. I Good. find it fascinating. Yeah. Well, not after you listen to that fact later on. He's going to put me <laughs> off, isn't he? I'm not going to watch it. No, definitely not. Just leave it. Should be fine. It is actually on. It is actually on um, our TikTok account. Uh, I clipped it and went on TikTok and put the video on there. Yeah. (laughs) Blimey. Do you know all the listeners are going to be watching it now because they'll be so interested, like thinking, "Mm, curious, what's that about? Yeah. It's just a little fun. Fun fact. Fun fact. Fun facts. One of my fun facts. One, one, one. One fun fact. You just shared one as well. You yeah. just shared one. They shake hands. Yeah. That was a fun fact I that shared. Was, that was a fun fact. I, I think, think so. I think you should Next bring time I'm on, I'll share another fun fact. Yeah, I think yeah. you should bring a fun fact every time you're on. Yeah, I do. What about, what about chimpanzees? No, not necessarily about chimpanzees. About anything. <laughs> Oh my god, chimpanzees. Starting a bit of a trend now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Go get no. a chimpanzee trending. Angry chimp. Trending. <laughs> Angry chimp. Yes. But no, it's been amazing. Good chat. And to be fair, I can't I can't wait for the what the future holds. Who knows mm. what the future holds? Who knows? Who knows? But, a Mont- bit fun. but Monty. Enjoy the rest of your day. I know you've got a lot of things to be getting on with, but you know, try yeah, and bro. try and have a bit of chill time. I will do, man. Try and have a bit of chill time. Never a lot, of, a lot of stress under your belt at the moment, my friend. Indeed. But you are coping with coping with it like a trooper. Absolutely. 
Trooper Duper. So, Karina, we will end on this video. You'll be able to see it. So will the YouTube viewers. Don't worry. It's nothing to do with chimpanzees. It's a it's a pick-me-up motivational video from, from Ben Lionel Scott. He's put some together. So don't worry about it. There's no chimps involved. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> and are we allowed wave? Because that's the big thing now. One is you're on mute, which I made yeah. sure with it. I wasn't on mute. I didn't want you saying to me, you're on mute, Karina, because that's what everybody <laughs> says now. And also the other thing is people are criticising all because people are waving and saying, well, you don't wave when you leave a meeting. And I'm thinking, well, I wave when I go out of a meeting so I can still do it on Zoom. You can wave if you like. That's yeah. perfectly fine. And two hands wave, in fact. Yeah, two hands wave. Absolutely. Jazz but, hands. Yes. But we appreciate we appreciate your time. Welcome. We love what you're doing. Okay. And thank you. Keep up the good work, guys, too. Yes, we will. As per <laughs> usual, we keep on rolling. And we want to thank everyone that's watched, listened. Hopefully you get inspired. And if they've got any ideas for us. Yes, get it, get in touch. Dan at menunite.org. That's the email. Drop it in. Yeah. So here is a bit of inspiration. Enjoy. That you need to be on the lookout for. And this one is a liar. This one is a saboteur. This one is a backbiter. This is the instinct that says, you've had enough. You've given it your best shot. You can stand down. You can back off. You can rest now. Do not listen to that instinct. Do not listen. And that is the instinct you need to fight. You need to push back to smash into the ground. Train that instinct. Train it to say, get up, go, fight on. You don't punish yourself, it's never gonna happen. You don't punish yourself. Somebody said, E, you're losing weight. I punished myself. I don't eat meat no more, that's a punishment. I had to give something up to go up. What do you give up? Do you not watch TV? That's your problem. You getting to watch TV and not make money and still survive. The reason why you broke is because you getting a reward and you ain't working. You gotta stop playing. Most of you, what happens is when everything is favorable, you a beast. But when the conditions ain't right, you get smacked in the face. You gotta grow up. You gotta be a morning person, afternoon person, night person. You gotta be when you feel good person when you sick person, when you tired person. And you don't get here by quitting when you tired. You get here by quitting when you finish, when you done. You don't stop when you tired. You stop when you done. You stop when you complete it, when you execute it. Execution is worship. Greatness is in you. But the problem is somebody's got to push you. The problem is somebody's got to give you a Somebody's got a project. The problem is you're not self-motivated. You have to stay in beast mode. And so I'm looking at the clock and I'm saying, technically, you can go back to sleep. Technically, 
With Eric Thomas, if you go back to sleep, you might not wake up to 3.30. You might not wake up to 4 o'clock. And if you wake up at 4 o'clock, Eric, for 30 minutes of sleep, you might be pushing your goals back a week. You might be pushing your goals back a month. You might be pushing your goals back an entire year by sleeping for two hours because you missed an opportunity. What do you do when somebody's not there watching you? What do you do when you have to either do what it is you know you're supposed to do or you get to take the playoff because no one's going to know the difference because it's really easy for anybody to come to work on the days they feel like killing it and killing it but what happens on the days that you don't feel like killing it what happens on the days that you don't feel like getting out of bed because those are the days that are going to define where you end up in your life United Podcast with Benson Monsey.